Thanks for tuning in to the Glittercast. We are doing our Leo season astrology and taroscopes today. Sorry, I didn't get this out to you earlier in the week. I just kept putting it off because I had other work to do, which I'm sure you understand. And I appreciate you guys tuning in. Leo season really only started yesterday, so we're not too far behind, you know, what's going on. And tonight we actually have a full moon in Aquarius. And the fun thing about Leo season is it has two full moons. This year it does anyway. And so we are going to have a blue moon in Aquarius at the end of the month. So that'll be, I'll talk about that more when I get more into like the transits, because I want to talk first about just what Leo season means or, you know, what the energy we're bringing through. So, I mean, if we're talking about just sort of like the progression of the seasons that the sun travels through, cancer season's always super emotional for a lot of people. It's about nurturing, but it's also about like getting in touch with your feelings because it's the cardinal water sign. And so there's a lot of that, like, you know, reconnecting with your heart and Leo rules the heart. Like that's the part of the body that it rules. But, um, so with that being said, when we're looking at Leo versus cancer season, I think that like during cancer season, we tune into our hearts a little bit more, but during Leo season, we learn how to heal them. And we do the work to heal them. So talking about Leo energy in general is going to be a a confident energy. It's very creative. It's very warm. It's protective of the people that they love. So if you're feeling more protective um, of your friends, that could be why. But there's also like taking more pride in a lot of the things that you do which is good because it's like you take pride in yourself. You may look at it as like, oh, I take pride in my job, but it's like the work that you do. Um, If it is like a take pride in your work type of thing, just try not to overwork yourself, especially because we do have um, Venus in Virgo right now and Virgo energy uh, likes to be of service. And so you don't want to work yourself too hard, you know, trying to take pride in something. I will say that kind of the shadow of Leo season is that we do have inflated egos. So you'll have to watch out for that in people. Um, But also within yourself, it's going to be important that you kind of are mindful that there's a balance during your interactions, especially like conversationally that you're having exchanges where you're listening to each other and there's that give and take. And it's not just like one of you is talking too much about something and then the other person isn't really getting a chance to uh, get their get their word in or they're just kind of quiet and not paying attention. And I actually, I was hiking with my friend Alex yesterday and he's a Leo and he talked a lot, but then I fucking talked a lot. So it was good because we were both like <laughs> taking turns going on tangents about um, the stuff that we're interested in, which is like they pretty much bleed into each other but it's like that's how healthy leo energy works when you're just sort of like giving a person the chance to really uh be expressive about their feelings and their interests but then like then you get your turn and vice versa so that's what i mean by like being mindful that there's a balance during your interactions um and this is going to be especially important when mercury moves into leo which we have going on pretty soon i'll talk about the transits in just a second Um, I will say that Leo season is perfect for self-improvement, but especially when it comes to building up your confidence through creativity. Um, I know that I've got some new projects coming through that are more, are more like, let's do this because it sounds like a fun, cool thing to do and less about like, how do I build, like, how do I continue to build my business, which is what a lot of my projects end up being. So I'm excited about that. And you guys should be looking for things that you can do as well that like 
aren't, especially if you're, you know, you make your money through being a creative, um, picking up a project that maybe isn't something that you are focused on monetizing. Maybe you could monetize it, but really it's just about like creating something and doing, you know, doing something cool. So I'm really excited about some of the stuff that I've got going on. Okay. Um, let's see. I'm checking over my notes right now. Um, I wrote down Leo rules, Leo rules the heart, embrace warmth, let go of pain if you can. Um, and that was just kind of like some of the, one of the things that I put in the notes when I felt like I was tapping into the energy. And I actually, I always do a meditation before I start one of these episodes. Like usually I prepare by tracking the uh, astrological aspects throughout the Leo season or whatever season I'm covering. And I'll write out my notes. I'll sort of like tap into the energy, tap into what's going to happen. And then after I've taken like data-based notes, I'll do a meditation before the, you know, before I actually start recording. And so I did that today and it was interesting because the meditation to me, it just felt like a lot of times when I'm meditating, I'm also picking up on like what energy is happening around me. And what I mean by that is like people I have chords with, you know, um, what, like how I'm being viewed by certain people, which is like, if, you know, if that's something that you tap into, you have to learn how to let that go and cut that cord because like you just will never have full control over how you're viewed. And, you know, there's especially like there can even be times when like people are purposefully toxic with your reputation and try to skew how other people view you. And it's like you just have to let all that shit go. You just have to let that be what it is and lean in towards the people who, you know, get you, who, you know, see you who you feel like there's an authentic connection with that is rooted in just like support and comfort. And I feel like that's, that's an important thing to like put your energy into during Leo season. And, um, but to get back to sort of like my meditation, you know, usually I, I, I see a lot of that, where my psychic cords are, how I'm being viewed, who I need to cut cords with, whatever that looks like. And, today my inner or today my my interview I like I felt like I was communicating with source so like my interview with source today for my astral plane podcast called um sorry I don't know why that just happened anyway Leo season's making me a psychopath um my meditation it was basically like my guides were just like hey like focus on your own energy what do you want your own energy to to be like outside of how other people are seeing you um, cause it's not always good to be sensitive to that. And I think Leo season's a little bit of that. Like, I'm not, I like, I don't care. I'm not paying attention to what those people are thinking. Um, even if it does or doesn't bother you, if you're tapped into it, you're tapped into it, you know? Um, and so it's kind of like about, well, what do I want to project? You know, what do I want my energy to be? And then that, that's it. People can take it or leave it, you know, or, or take it how they will. And so I just kept feeling like, like peace and comfort coming through from the other side, just saying, focus on yourself, focus on yourself. And I actually kept feeling the temperance card come through, which is like very calming, very soothing, relaxing, like angelic type of archetype. So the main takeaway is like, you know, Leo, Leos have this reputation for being superficial and being, you know, kind of drama and being proud, but like those are all just like very surface level interpretations. And it's more like, you know, it's like kind of like 
the flack that Scorpios get is that they're jealous and possessive and Pisces get flack for being like spaced out or, you know, things like that. So that's kind of what I'm saying with the Leo season. But like Leo is really about like how we pull ourselves up, how we engage with our self-expression, how we um, remind ourselves of who we are through creative projects, through sort of like recognizing what makes ourselves unique and embracing it and feeling good about it. So those are all things that I want you guys to like think about and work with when you're moving forward through Leo season. One of the things that I like to do at the beginning of a Zodiac season is I'll make a new, I have seven day candles. I think I've said this before. I know I have in all my classes and in plenty of readings, I've said this too, but I have those tall glass seven day candles like all over my office and I have like different colors for different planets. And so since Leo season was coming up, I did this a few days ago. I had a yellow seven day candle and I cleansed it. And then I dressed it with solar energy and I sprinkled gold pyrite. And it's just sort of like, I'm going to light that candle when I need to tap into Leo season. And when I need to like feel like my energy levels are being elevated because I feel good and I feel happy. So that's where we want to be. Today we have a full moon, so, you know, it, it, it can be a little bit more intense. Like, if you're not in that space yet, that's fine. Like, Leo season doesn't, like, snap into place the second that the that the sun changes signs, right? Like, we are still coming into this energy. And so if you don't feel like you're at this place where you're feeling warm and confident and good yet, like, that's okay. This is just, like, what the, what the universe is, like, pushing you to, you know, gravitate towards. This is how you work with the energy. And since we do have a full moon today, you know, full moons can be intense. It's uh, in a couple of hours. I'm recording this at about 3 p.m. And it looks like when I pulled the chart, it's going to be exact. The full moon will be exact at about... 736, 7.37 p.m. Uh, that's Pacific Standard Time. So, um, and that's just looking at astrological calculations. But I want to talk a little bit about, you know, the energy we're experiencing right now. It is, the full moon is in Aquarius because that's the opposite sign um, that the sun is in right now because we know that, like, when we're looking at a full moon, the moon is way across the cosmos from the sun and it's receiving the light from the sun. And during a new moon, you know, the the sun and the moon are aligned. And so we like we can't see the light that the sun picks up from the moon. And when we're looking at, you know, the the connection that happens during a full moon in astrology, it's what we refer to as an opposition. And oppositions aren't good aspects. Oppositions and squares are not good aspects in astrology. And a full moon is an opposition. And so what we do see a lot of times during a full moon is that people can feel like their emotions are heightened, uh, that their emotions and their egos might be at odds, or they might like feel more, they may feel more sensitive. Their egos may be a little bit more sensitive, but also like other people around you may be acting cray and you might just be psychically tapped in and like everyone's too much, you know? So it's like, yeah, full moons are great and they're wonderful in a lot of ways, but it's also like if we're just looking at the aspect of a full moon, like that's, you know, that's what's happening. It's an opposition. But I don't think that means that like it's going to be shit no matter what. I just think it kind of refers to like there can be challenge, there can be tension. When we have, you know, a full moon in Aquarius, because Aquarius is an air sign, um, new information may come to light. Um, and also, you know, when we're looking at Aquarius energy, Aquarius rules evolution and genius. So you might be experiencing like growing pains right now, like 
how is your life changing? And are you feeling especially stressed out by like some of the motions you're going through, some of the shifts that you're going through? Because sometimes we're pushed into evolution in a way that's not like super gentle. And so if you're feeling stressed out by your personal evolution right now, um, this is a good time to just try to give that stress to the full moon, like try to like ask it to take it away from you do a little bit of banishing work around the things that like are making you feel stuck. And the good thing about that too is that it forces you to acknowledge it. And when we acknowledge why we're unhappy in our situations, we automatically, our brains will look for ways to change it. We just have to be willing to like put in the work to follow up. Um, we do have a nice aspect happening right now between Mercury and Neptune. I started feeling this come in, I would say a day or two ago, but it's dreams, man. When we, <laughs> when we see any aspects to Mercury, it's going to, or I'm sorry, not to Mercury, to Neptune, it's going to be dreams. But when we see connections between Mercury and Neptune, it is like, you know, Mercury is the planet of communication, making this connection to Neptune, the, the ruler of dreams. And so it's like, yeah, well, well, we might be receiving messages through our dreams. They might be weird dreams. They don't necessarily have to be like a thing that makes a lot of sense. So like, don't feel like, you know, dream interpretation is so so bizarre and so weird. I think that like, I don't know, that's a whole episode. <laughs> that's a whole other episode. Maybe I'll just have to touch upon that later, but it might be nice to keep a, a dream journal, um, in, you know, tonight and tomorrow, maybe for a couple of days, I would say, and just kind of like try to be open to what is happening while you are traver traversing the astral realms. All right. Um, you might also have psychic downloads because we have the full moon happening in Aquarius. And I always think of that as sort of like the sign of downloads, but you may feel inspired and this is actually a really nice creative night. So, um, it, it would be a good time to set, like, I know traditionally new moons are for setting intentions, but you know what? Like, I don't, I don't really love rules in witchcraft anyway. So if you want to set intentions on the full moon, fine. Like think about, you know, what project you want to start and then, you know, use the full moon to release the thing that's holding you back, even if it's just procrastination. Okay. Um, <laughs> in my notes, I wrote shit might get weird on the 25th. <laughs> the reason is because Mercury will be in an opposition to Pluto, which is kind of what I was talking about a little bit ago when the moon is in opposition to the sun, that's a full moon. So it's tension. These two planets are facing off with one another. And so when we're looking at Mercury facing off with Pluto, it's like you're being forced to feel your deepest feelings and like sit with them. And so you might be like forced into some shadow work. Try not to get in your head about what other people are thinking about you or like how much attention you're getting. Like just try not to go there. But also like because Mercury is in cancer right now, there might be like stuff with your mom that comes up. Like you might have power struggles with your mom or you might just like, you know, remember trauma that occurred because of like a difficult relationship with your mom as a teenager or, you know, whatever that looks like. I'm just saying like on the 25th, take it easy, do whatever you can to be kind and gentle with yourself. And if you can, if you can go out in nature and hike out whatever is going to go on in your brain, then I, re I recommend that. I think that's a good call. We're going to have Mercury moving into Leo on the 27th. Um, and I kind of just like, I wrote, you can use this to be creative or you can use this to talk about yourself too much, 
which I think kind of sums it up. You know, when we have Mercury and Leo, it's all the attributes of Leo, but how we communicate. And so people will probably want to talk about themselves more. They will want to talk about their projects more. They will want to sort of like, you know, throw their weight because they're proud of themselves and there's nothing wrong with that. But again, just make sure that your interactions are, you know, exchanges that you're not like, you know, holding, you're not like holding all the conversation. Like you're not the one who's doing all the talking basically. And if you feel that that's the case, start asking people questions and, you know, sort of pull it out of them, especially if like someone is a naturally quiet person and they are with someone who's talking a lot, they may just shut down and close off. And so that's when it's like, be inquisitive, ask people questions. They'll, you know, they'll like you for it and you'll be able to develop a deeper relationship with that person because you'll be learning about them. Um, even though they uh, like apparently know a ton about you because like in this scenario, you just talk all the time. Um, but no, but that's kind of what I wanted to point out. And then also like, you'll probably have a lot of creative ideas starting on the 27th moving forward. It's just like, that Leo energy getting magnified, you know, we do have Mars in Leo still. So we're motivated by our egos right now. It'll be there until July 29th. Um, and so again, like I don't say ego, like it's a bad word. It's not a bad word. It's a good word. You just have to have a healthy ego. Um, on 28th, Jupiter, who is currently in retrograde, moves backwards into Aquarius. And so I do think that this is a little bit of like internal work for air signs, especially if you're an Aquarius. Um, but also like uh, look where your Aquarius placements are because, you know, retrogrades tend to ask us to slow down in these er areas, to do some self-reflection, to go internal. And so that's one of the things that you might want to think about when this, you know, Jupiter is retrograde, but now it's changing signs. So where are you being asked to take an internal approach. And the way to look at that is which house is ruled by Aquarius and what planets are in Aquarius. If you are an Aquarius, um, this is also a lucky time for you. And wherever your Aquarius placements are, you will have extra luck and help in those realms. So it's also good to like um, take chances in those realms. On Mars 20, on Mars 29th, on July 29th, Mars moves into Virgo. Um, and we, this is going to be like kind of marked, like I want to accelerate the chart because I just am following my notes, but I have my astrology chart in front of me. So I'm just going to accelerate the chart to the 29th. So when Mars moves into Virgo, we already have Venus in Virgo right now, which, you know, just to kind of touch on that again, like it makes us more pragmatic about our relationships and our heart connections, but it can also make us like overly picky, overly critical within relationships. Or if you're dating, you might be pickier about who you like give your time to right now, but also Virgo loves to be of service. And so you also have to look like, you know, are you giving too much to your relationships and not getting enough back? So that's just one of the things that we'll look at with Venus and Virgo, but it's already there. So we're already in that. And I think I talked about that a little bit during the cancer season astrology. So I just want to talk about Mars moving into Virgo on the 29th. And what that looks like is it's sort of like, we're going to be more organized about our passion. So if we've been going through Leo season up until that point, having all these good ideas, but like no rhyme or reason to them, then this is the time when we get more organized about our passion projects and also, it's a really good time to check in with your health because Mars does, you know, it's an action planet. It's where our movement comes from, where our get up and go comes from. It's like our will. And so, you know, Virgo is the sign that rules health. You know, it, it's the ruler of the sixth house. And when we're reading a natal chart, the sixth house is health. Health, daily routines, and how we have service are kind of the things that come with this energy. And so 
you know, when we have Mars in Virgo, you'll want to look at like, are you, you know, this is the time to make sure you have like the set bedtime, the set alarm clock, like try to bring some like, uh, like structure, try to bring some structure into your day to day. Are you eating at around the same time? Are you actually like, are you, do you have a consistent exercise, eating, sleeping, shitting schedule? Um, that's kind of like, that's big Mars in, in Virgo energy. And then again, you may feel like you want to clean more and get more organized. That's like, use that time to organize, you know, don't just think about getting organized, like get your ass up and start doing it. And then also like when we have Mars and Virgo, it's good to make to-do lists because also like you'll feel really like you'll get like a sense of gratification from the, the checklist. Um, I notated August 6th just because um, the sun will be squaring Uranus, which is like, you know, the ego and then Uranus is sort of like, wild card and so like there could be people could get offended um when you're not meaning to offend them or you may be more sensitive and get offended more easily um but also like inflated egos can be a weird thing like it's just kind of a weird funky vibe so I would just say like be humble keep your head kind of down um just stay out of it is like the big message that I got from the other like just stay out of it um and just kind of like be like also expect to go like have to roll with some punches on that day. Okay. So August 11th, we have Mercury moving into Virgo. And so if we're looking at that, like we have three planets in Virgo at this point, we have, um, Venus, Mars, and Mercury. And when we're looking at Mercury and Virgo, um, this is, again, a really good time to get organized with your day planner. Um, if you're trying to learn something new, this is where you're going to want to bring in a structure with like like designated times that you are going to devote to like learning this new practice, learning this new skill. Um, there can also be a little bit of a critical element that comes with this. So um, talking to people, you may feel as though they're criticizing you when they're not meaning to be that way, but also you have to watch out. Like if you're trying to give someone advice, like you have to watch out that people don't think that you're being critical of them, especially with like the sun and Leo people like Leo is this very strong, warm presence, but Leos are also very sensitive. And if like, they feel like someone is judging them, it's uncomfortable. Um, and so we're all having to live under that energy right now with the sun and Leo. And so you just want to make sure that like, if you are trying to give advice, if you are trying to, um, give someone guidance, be really gentle and mindful about how you talk to people right now. Cause you don't want it to go in a weird direction. Um, I think that there will be a directness that comes through with this energy and it's going to be really good for problem solving. Um, so you just have to like, hang on to your diplomacy and your grace, and then you'll be fine. On the 16th, there will be a T-square with the nodes of fate, the north and south node, and Mercury. Um, and then also the moon will be in conjunction, so it'll be aligned with the south node. So, I mean, this will be a good day to break patterns, honestly, because the temptation to go back to bad behaviors will be present. But you may feel stuck in your like in your current situation as well, because the north node is like where we're heading, and the south node is where we've been. And, you know, when we have like Mercury being like what we think, um, it's just possible that you may feel like you're kind of stuck, like stuck in where you are in the moment 
And so it is a good time to, you know, it's really a good time to make sure that you're not repeating mistakes from the past who could be, that could be holding you back from moving forward. Um, but it's also okay if you don't know exactly what your path moving forward looks like on that day. This energy is going to cl- clear up, like fully clear up just a few days after that. So like just be gentle with yourself and be patient. And um, don't try to like if you're in a relationship or something like that, like don't try to push your partner into a future that you guys haven't completely both decided upon yet. You know what I mean? Like don't try to rush your timeline on anything really. Um on that day. And then on August 22nd, I want to accelerate the chart just so I can have the new moon chart up. No, that's the full moon. Oh my God. I didn't even, I didn't even include the new moon in in my notes. Hold on. Let me back up to the new moon. Um, I'm just moving the chart backwards. I was so focused on the fact that we have two full moons that I, um, I was just a bad, a bad sloppy astrologer and I totally like went over the new moon. So the new moon is, you know, obviously it's going to be in Leo because the sun's in Leo and we have the, the sun and the moon conjunct there within one degree of each other. Um, and so when we're looking at a new moon, this is usually when it's time to set intentions. This one is going to be happening um, early August 8th. So if you want to kind of like do your ritual on the evening of August 7th or August 8th, those are both, I think, fine. Um, and so this is again, a really good time to grow creative projects. We do have, when we're looking at like aspects to this new moon, we do have a square with Uranus, which is kind of what I was talking about earlier when it came to like, um, like random ego hits or, um, like thing like unexpected. Whenever we have an aspect to Uranus, it's like hard to predict what's going to happen because Uranus is like, let's mix it. It's not what you think it's going to be. Um, it, like it, like, let's throw a curveball here. Like, let's like shake things up a bit. So like things might get shaken up a bit. We have an opposition. So a bad aspect happening between Venus and Neptune, which like it could lead to confusion within relationships, but also if you're dating and you're meeting someone for the first time, look out that you're not like falling too head over heels for this person because you're probably not getting the full picture of who they are. So what I would honestly like recommend doing with this new moon, especially because we also have an unbalanced aspect between Mercury and Neptune, which means like even trying to talk out your problems could be weird um, or can like cause more confusion on that day. Like, like honestly, like just use this as an excuse to put all the bullshit to the side, like just for this one day, like, Hey, like, let's just focus on things that make us feel warm, make us feel happy, make us feel enlightened, make us feel creative Um, And if that like requires you to go off and do your own thing for the day, then fine. You know what I mean? You're a witch. You have to like, you know, you want to, if you want to honor the day that has significance, go honor it and like, you know, break out of the home that you're in or like whatever it is, like whatever pattern you're in or whatever your like every normal day life looks like, it's okay to like break out of it. You know, if you just feel like you need a break from people. Okay. So now I'll talk about the... Aquarius blue moon, which is happening on August 22nd, which is actually the same day that the sun's going to move into Virgo. Um, we just happen to have the, the full moon occur like, like a couple hours before it happens. And so 
let me see here. It's going to be, I'm trying to, I'm trying to figure out exactly the time, but it'll be around five in the morning. Um, it'll be around five in the morning Pacific standard time when we're looking at the full moon. And this is an awesome full moon. First of all, it's a blue moon. It's the second moon in Aquarius for Leo season, but we also have what's called a cosmic kite, which is kind of a rare astrological aspect. We have like essentially like a grand trine. I feel like I can like, I feel like what's happening right now is I am blurting out some astrological terms that like don't mean much to most of you. So basically like there's a series of aspects that's creating fluid energy in the cosmos that's making things nice. <laughs> like it's making things go well. You actually might like the, the issue you might run into is that you're feeling overwhelmed by like how much good is happening because there's a slight opposition between the sun and Jupiter. But we have a grand trine happening between Venus and Saturn and the nodes of fate. And so this is a really beautiful time to make plans for your future. Um, you know, especially if it involves a romantic partner, but it doesn't just have to be that. It can also be sort of like, um, it can also just sort of be like the things that fill your heart and the things that make you feel like you're taking care of your own emotions. But it is a good time to like, because we have Saturn who is trying to like have us set structures, have us set rules. And then we have Venus is like, Hey, listen to your heart. Like it's like very relationship and love oriented. And then we have the nodes of fate, which is like the past and the future. It's all sort of like, okay, like let's follow our hearts, but let's do it in a way that's pragmatic. And then it's almost like opening this portal that like is going to help us manifest our dreams. And then we also have um, a positive connection between Mars and Uranus, which, you know, Mars is the action planet. And so it's sort of like the moves that you make could have unexpected and positive outcomes. So it is a good full moon to take chances, put yourself out there. Um, I realized when I was looking at the chart for this full moon, I also left out when Venus moves into Libra, which is going to be, it looks like, hold on, I'm just accelerating the chart to make sure I get the exact day. Um, it's going to be on August 15th um, in the evening, I would say between 9.50, 10 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. And when we have Venus move into Libra, you know, it, we do turn our heads towards relationships. We do think about, you know, are we happy within our relationships or are we deciding that we want to put ourselves out there, you know, for those of you that are single, but it's also a really good time for self-care and finding your balance because, you know, good relationships come when you're balanced. Not a lot of great relationships come out when you're, you know, entering them in an unbalanced place because you're probably entering it with someone else who isn't balanced and it's like a whole thing. So, this is about bringing balance to your heart, balance to your relationships, or balance to yourself so that you can be open to a healthy relationship later. Um, and yeah, that's what I've got. That's on August 15th, I said. And so that's what I've got for the transits when we're looking at Leo season. And of course, you know, right after that full moon on the 22nd, we are going to have Virgo season. And I will make sure that I have my Virgo season episode up. I was, I was moving my computer so I could access the tarot cards. Um, yeah, so anyway, I'll release Virgo season when it's time for Virgo season. So we're already at 30 minutes, so I'm probably going to try to, like, um, breeze through these by signs. And, you know, when we are pulling cards for 
um, the signs. You can also listen into your rising sign and your moon sign because your moon sign is like how you interpret, like how you interpret emotions. So it could be emotionally what you're going through. And then your rising sign is sort of like the energy you give off, um, and how you present yourself in unfamiliar situations. And then your sun sign is kind of like your identity. Ooh. Okay. Aries. So for Aries, I pulled wheel of fortune. Um, I also pulled the two of cups, uh, and the three of wands. And so I do think that there could be, Ooh, okay. <laughs> I'm like, Ooh, Ooh. Um, okay. All the areas are like, what, what? And I'm like, I'm going to keep getting sidetracked until I actually tell you what I saw. Okay. So I have the wheel of fortune, two of cups, three of wands and the fool. And when I'm looking at all these cards together, honestly, to me, this looks like a new project, a new collaboration, a new artistic project, but it wouldn't just be on your own. So I, you know, I've been pushing everyone like, Hey, like, you know, you got to engage with your creative side during Leo season. And uh, with the Wheel of Fortune, it's probably going to be something random, like either a project that you never thought of doing, or it could even be like, you know, your best friend's like, why don't we go take pottery classes? And you're like, okay, like, let's, let's go do some weird shit and learn how to be artists. Um, and it'll be great. And so with the three of wands, that's a very creative energy as well. Um, but with the full being the crown, the crowning card for this spread, I am saying like new adventures, new projects, learning new skills, roll with it, say yes when your friends ask you to do something or ask your friends to do something creative with you and then just take off with it. Don't question it, have fun. Okay, and I'm pulling for Torres right now and I got a little bit of psychic, I got a little bit of a psychic zap and I'm sorry that this doesn't happen for every sign, but it's happening for Torres and I am, I did feel a little bit of a kick to my solar plexus and also my throat chakra feels a little tight. So there could be just a Taurus who's listening right now who feels like they are stifling their voice or they aren't asserting themselves, um, maybe because they're tired or they just are uncomfortable, like standing up for themselves, whatever the situation is, um, it is time to figure out how to find your voice. And I have my cards here and... What's interesting is I have the world, which is cycles and patterns. And so usually when I see the world, uh, what I think is you have all of the opportunity at your fingertips, but you're not breaking patterns. And so you can't access them. And so the world is about breaking patterns so that you can reach out and grab the things that you truly want. So I also have the four of cups, which is kind of like a bitter pissy pants card. Like if you're familiar with, with the rider weight, it's that like, it's that boy who's like crying under the tree and there's a cloud that's like, here, have a drink. It's fine. And it's like, no, I don't want to. There's like three spilled out cups, um, next to him. And the clouds try to be like, dude, it's cool. You spilled your cups. Like, here's another one. And he's like, I want to be sad. So like, check yourself, make sure you're not being a pissy pants. I mean, obviously you have to like honor your grief. You have to honor your emotions, whatever you're going through. But then we have the Knight of Wands here, which is sort of like, okay, whatever you're struggling with right now, whatever this like internal stuff is that's weighing you down, the Knight of Wands is like, we're done. We're fucking done. We're pulling ourselves out of this and we're going to go find something else to do. Now I have the crowning card here, which is the Two of Swords. And that to me is indecision. It's sort of like you're having a hard time figuring out what that looks like. Um... And then I pulled another card because I felt like that wasn't a great card to like leave off with. And I pulled the fool. And so to me, this is kind of like, okay, like 
mix up your schedule, mix up your life, go on random hikes, go on walks, like don't like break your pattern, break your cycle because it will expose you to just a new environment, which will in turn expose you to new thoughts and new emotions. You know what I mean? So it's even if you're not feeling very inspired or very hopeful right now, it's like, just go for a fucking walk and see like if there's a cute dog you can look at for a second that like helps take you out of your bullshit, you know? And I'm not like trying to say bullshit, like I'm belittling you. I'm just saying like, going like pulling drawing from my own experiences like when I'm sitting in my grief and I'm sitting in my sorrow for too long I'm just sitting in my bullshit like I like I need to pull myself out of it and do the work to pull myself out of it and so there's a little bit of that happening with Taurus energy right now but with the knight of wands like I don't know I feel like the knight of wands is kind of your card for Leo season it's like yeah like of course you can pull yourself out of it of course you can like there's no question it's just a matter of getting up and doing it and not getting in your head about not wanting to do something there will be times when I don't want to do something. And so I break, I break down the task into ridiculously small steps. Like I used to do this to trick myself into going to the gym when I had to get back into shape after I got sober. And I was like, just put on your shoes. It'll be fine. Just put on your shoes. There's like, don't worry about why we're wearing gym clothes. Just put on your shoes. All right. Just go to the car. It's okay. Just go to the car, open the garage, pull out, okay, just go drive to the gym. Just drive in. You don't have to go in. And then I'd get there and be like, well, of course you have to go in. You drove here. Like you're not going to be the person who drives to the gym and decides not to go in. So that's just what I mean, where it's like, you have to like, you know, if, if that's how you have to do it, you know, I I've been there, man. <laughs> so it's okay. All right. Gemini. Gemini. I like immediately felt like breaking out into song and my energy immediately feels just like, very goofy and lighthearted. I think that Geminis do well when there's a, the sun's in a fire sign, just because the earth or the earth and the water signs are feminine energy and their receptive energy and air and fire signs are considered to be masculine and projective energy. So that's why sort of like, um, those signs tend to get along. And I think that like Geminis are just getting a little bit revved up from, all the Leo energy that's in the air. Um, I will say that with this sort of like uplifted, excited energy, you might want to just like sort of look at how you are utilizing it and what you're projecting it towards. Just because I have some kind of funky cards that I pulled for you guys. I have the eight of cups, which to me is always like a lot of the times it's a power struggle, you know, like how, how are you in control of your emotions and are you in control of your emotions and are you trying to control the emotions of other people or are you trying to like guilt someone because they hurt you and so you're really like pushing the point of being hurt of like why you were hurt and trying to make them feel that instead of like looking for a resolution and talking things out. So the eight of cups is just kind of that, like you're throwing your emotional weight around. And I'm not saying that like, this is what you're doing necessarily. I'm just saying like, people might be doing it to you. You know what I mean? Like this energy is present. It doesn't mean you're the one, like you're the one doing it. Um, and then we have the page of wands here. So there is this sort of like optimistic element coming here where it's almost like relearning trust. If someone has hurt you recently and I have the moon, which is also sort of like, you're not seeing the whole entire picture, but like, that's kind of scary too. Like, it's also like, we're like, what can't I see in the dark? The moon only illuminates so much. So there's a little bit of like, 
I have an idea of what might be happening and, and I have this little spark that's making me feel inspired right now, but there's still the cloud of like what could go wrong. Um, and the four of wands, this is why I said to just like, you know, be mindful of where you're putting your energy right now, because the four of wands is just sort of like, I feel like a nod to that eight of cups where it's sort of like, Hey, like the four of wands just wants you to chill out for a little bit. Anytime we're seeing a four, like it's usually like, Hey, let's just like, let's sit, let's sit and look at this for a second and, uh, figure out, you know, <laughs> with, when we're looking at wands, it's how much energy we're, we're spending. And so I think that when we have like the four of wands to me, it's sort of like, Hey, you probably are busting your ass all the time and you're about to bust your ass more for whatever it is that you want next. So let's just take a beat and appreciate what we have now and where we're at now and enjoy the small things. So that's what I see is going on with Gemini. Um, big things are coming. Don't worry. I don't want to dishearten Gemini's by telling them to relax and chill. It's just sort of like embrace the calm, embrace the quiet. Okay. And cancer. I mean, I feel like you guys are still a little bit charged up from your birthdays. Um, but also I just think you're really sensitive. I'm like, I'm like feeling, I'm, I almost feel like I'm like tapped into all of the cancers right now. And I'm like, oh, you're just still really sensitive. Um, you're always sensitive, but I'm feeling like, um, my attentions are being drawn to like my lymph nodes, but also like those glands in your mouth that, that make you express saliva. So I don't know if there's any dental work that needs to be done. I did get a message about Leo's having dental work um, earlier. So if you're a Leo and you need to do dental work or have a checkup, like go do it. Like, let me tell you, I didn't take care of my teeth for a long time when I was into drugs and I've spent a lot of money fixing my mouth in the last year and a half. And if I just would have been a little bit better about being on top of it, the second I got sober, I would have saved myself a lot of money because cavities turn into root canals and when a root, like, you know, and sometimes if a, if a tooth is like too far gone, then you have to get it pulled and you have to get implants. And so it becomes painful. So it's like, yeah, the dentist sucks, but like, do you really want to walk that line? Do you really want to go to that place? Cause you know what? Like it sucks. <laughs> it sucks when you neglect your dental health, um, whether or not like drugs or whatever is involved. So, um, you know, and you might be surprised too if you don't have insurance that like some dentist office will work with you on the price if you do need work done or if you live in California and you qualify for um, like me like Medi Medi-Cal, I believe that your dental work would be covered under that too. Well, some of it. So, you know, it's just sort of like what, you know, you have options. Don't be afraid of it if something needs to happen, you know, especially if it's for your health. Um. But I also feel like, or sorry, I said, I said Leo's needed to get their teeth looked at, but I'm on cancers. Um, I think that's true for Leo's because that was a download for Leo's, but I'm also with cancers getting my um, attention drawn to my mouth and my teeth. So both of y'all need to be paying attention to that message. Um, when it comes to cancers too, though, I was feeling like almost like your intuition feels off. Like, you know, it's there and you're feeling stuff, but you're kind of tired from being so sensitive. And so you've gotten a little disconnected and you feel like your third eye isn't as like pronounced as it normally is. And I've had that happen to me um, 
I mean, I'm like I meditate and I've trained so that I can access psychic information for people when I'm reading for them. But it's different when you feel disconnected just within your own life. And I feel like that might be where cancers are. They're feeling a little bit intuitively disconnected from their own lives. And I think that's okay. Um, what I have with my cards is the six of cups, the three of coins, the seven of wands and the knight of cups. So when we have the six of cups, there's nostalgia. There can be, you know, remorse or sadness that like the past is like no longer accessible, but it is if you listen to music you used to like when you were a kid and trauma from like when you were a child can come up. So it's all about like being really loving and supportive towards your inner child and embracing the things that like make you proud of who you were as a teenager, even if it's like reading your zine Godzilla Girl and listening to Bikini Kill and, you know, being like a crazy terror screaming out punk rock while you drive, like whatever that looks like for you, um, you should do that. And then the three of coins, it is sort of like three of coins is collaboration. So you may have to be working with people more um, within work or it could just be like going out to socialize more, especially now that like things are starting to open up more. Um, just make sure you're still being safe about your interactions. And then we have the seven of wands. So it's kind of like shit just might feel messy right now, but it's almost like you're like, whatever, like I can roll with this. It's not out of control. It's just messy. Um, and then your crowning card is the knight of cups. So it's kind of just like, yeah, it's kind of a mess right now. It's fine. Like embrace the mess, you know, embrace your little teenage rebel self. And if you have to trash rules that you feel like don't apply to your situation or not even rules, but like expectations, if you feel like you don't want to like, um, do things the way people think you should, you want to do things your own way. I think that's perfect. I think that's what you should be doing right now to all y'all cancers out there, especially with this Aquarius full moon. That's like super independent, super uh like freedom loving and so when we have both these full moons like also especially when we had like that um I think it's in this full moon that I was doing I don't know I was looking at a Neptune Venus opposition um at one point in time but with Aquarius energy it's just sort of like you know needing to feel independent within your relationships okay Leo's Okay, so I'm just feeling a little bit of energy in my heart. So there could be um, just like a little bit of sorrow, a little bit of heart blockages that need to come through. I do feel um, a little bit of apprehension within the solar plexus. And I feel like that's really natural when people have their birthdays coming up. Like it can just sort of be like, you know, we're thinking about where, we are, where we're at, where we thought we would be and like how close we are to like where we want to be. Um and so, like, just try not to let, like, yourself get in your head over that. What's nice is, like, okay, here's the thing. I have the Chariot, the King of Cups, the Nine of Swords, and the Ace of Cups. So three out of four good cards. We have the Chariot. It's sort of like, dude, you're the only one in control of yourself. So, like, you got to control yourself. You got to control your actions. You got to control your shit. You have to, like, drive your car down your own path. And so what do you want that path to look like? What makes you feel like you're working to your fullest potential? Um, and like, if you're not there, like what steps you need to take in order to get there? Whether it's like you wanted to start your own business, but like, you know, you don't have a website yet or 
you want to get a degree, but you haven't signed up for school yet, like whatever that looks like for you, like the chariot's like, hey, you know what? Like you, you actually have to be the one who takes control of this situation because it's not going to happen otherwise. And you need to like be accountable for what you want and then taking action to getting it. Now, with that being said, we have the king of cups here. So it should be like you're doing this as an act of love for yourself. I just want to like reiterate that like you're doing it as an act of love for yourself. You're taking control of your life and your situation as an act of love for yourself. Um, we have the nine of swords, so there may be anxiety about making changes. Um, people have anxiety about doing things for themselves all the time, too, especially if they're a very giving person um, or, you know, a fear around what might change if you really do take control of your life, you know, and what excuses are you telling yourself that's making you not take control of your life? You know, like if you want to, if you want to start taking classes at the local art studio or something like that, I don't know why I live in like a fairy tale land where I'm like at the local art studio where you'll be taught how to cobble by shoe elves. No, I don't know. Um, but like whatever it looks like, the thing that you're trying to do more of, whether it's like go out and see more friends or go get involved in like um, charity work, but you feel like, oh, but if I, like I feel tired because of work so much and so I'm not able to like do this thing that I want to do. It's like, okay, well, is there a way where you can bring more balance to your work life so that you have more time to um, go after the things you want? Um, how well are you taking care of yourself? Is that affecting your energy levels? Um, are you neglecting or abandoning your own interests because you have a romantic partner and you've fallen into the habit of giving them all of your time? Like these are all things that you might struggle with with that nine of swords, but ultimately you pull yourself out of it. Your crowning card is going to be the ace of cups. And so that is like an emotional reset. That is like the seeing the light and figuring out where you want to go from there. So it's good. You're fine. Okay. Virgos. I'm just pulling. I think Virgos feel pretty good. Um, I will say the sun is traveling, you know, with, with like, with the sun traveling through Leo, it tends to be a little bit of a like, um, self-reflective time for Leos or especially for Leo risings. Um, so it's okay if you're like an introspective place right now and you're just kind of like closing off a little bit. Um, I'm worried about little headaches. Um, I'm feeling them almost in my temples and where my third eye is. And when I get headaches on my third eye, I always feel like it's because I'm overworking myself and I'm spending too much time in the psychic realms without really like coming back down to like paying like my body and paying attention to how I'm feeling and what my needs are. Um, I just feel like there's an association between those headaches and the third eye. So you may want to check into like, if you need to do a cleanse, anything like that. Um, okay. So I do have good cards as a page of pentacles and the king of pentacles. So the things that you're working on right now, the things that you're working on during Leo season will be profitable. They will pay off. Um, maybe even faster than you think they would, but it's still like you kind of just have to go into it with this, like not really knowing exactly what is going to happen or what the outcome is going to be. And when we have page energy, it's always like what you can learn from your mistakes or what you can learn to be profitable. So this is also like maybe you're starting a new job and you have to go through training 
Um, but eventually it's going to be a job that really pays off uh, for you later. You start to make a lot of money in. We have the eight of swords, which is sort of like, you know, asking questions. If you are learning something new, not holding yourself back because you aren't taking action. Like, you know, the eight of swords is a very restrictive energy. And so you have to, it's almost like, it's almost like the message of the chariot. Like you have to take control of your situation and you have to figure out how do you sidestep anything that makes you feel like it's standing in your way. And then your crowning card is the three of cups, which is just like such a beautiful, like celebration card. When we're thinking of the Rider Waite, it's the like three women dancing in a circle and they all have their chalices lifted and they're like cheering each other. And, and so this is about like, you know what, like just go have more fun with your friends, like <laughs> go out more, go see your friends, go do things with your buddies. It'll be good for you, um, especially when we're not used to going out and now we're starting to be able to go out more, like go out with your friends, find the time, find the energy set aside, you know, mark it in your calendar, all that. All right, Libra. Libras feel okay. Maybe a cold um, with one of you guys. Sometimes I will say something that like is like specific to a sign, but it'll just be like one person reaches out to me and they're like, whoa, that was totally mean. I'm like, okay. So I don't know if one of you, you Libras out there has a cold, but It'll be fine. Um, I would say too, though, with all Libras, just like what check in with your sinuses, like your sinus health. Um, if you use a lot of synthetic scents, maybe take a week off and you know switch over to essential oils and think about if you know think about the chemicals that you are using in your um, cosmetics, you know, and like what kind of candles are you burning? Like Bath and Body Works, I think has a lot of just crap in it, and so just you know looking at things from that way, if you have those plug-in air fresheners, like I've heard those, like I've read those things can give you cancer. I think it's more the aerosol ones that like spray shit out every like how, I don't know. I've never had one. So I don't know how often they spray things out, but I'm sure you could time it. Anyway, I've heard those like are really bad for you. They can give you cancer if you use them for too long. So, all right. Just take care of your sinus health. Give yourself a little scent purge. I have the Queen of Cups, the Ten of Coins, the Five of Swords, and the Seven of Coins. So this could be like, this could be uncertainty around finances or job. It could almost look like, oh yeah, like this thing is going to happen or like I'm going to close, I'm going to close on this house or I'm going to get this new job. And then either with like the Five of Swords, it doesn't happen or with the Five of Swords, it does happen, but there's something you totally did not anticipate and you're not seeing. And the Seven of Coins is sort of like, I'm not really sure, like this isn't exactly what I thought it was. So when it comes to like investments or where you're putting your money or how you're making your money, if there are any changes that are coming through with that right now, um, just know that like whatever you're stepping into, you don't really have the full view of, you don't really have the full story. Um, Try not to like invest large amounts of money into something unless you've thoroughly, thoroughly, thoroughly researched it because I'm just worried about like or it could even be like unexpected expenses and then all of a sudden you're like fuck I have to like now I have to think about how am I going to be able to pay for this thing because my AC you know what I mean like just like it's there's just weird there's a little bit of weird money energy right now so just you know be smart be mindful okay 
Okay. Um, <laughs> this is actually kind of an interesting spread for Scorpios. Um, I'm getting my attention drawn to my ear, so there may be more clear audience stuff. Um, more clear audience stuff for Scorpios. And, oh, I just saw a little shadow run by. So I'm going to say some clairvoyance as well. Maybe some shadow figures. I don't always think they're bad, but if something feels weird, just like tell it to F off. Sometimes I think I just see like an animal that's not there run through my house, but like my house is a hundred years old. So like, yeah, there's probably energy imprints that like are still here, even though I've done, you know, cleansed and blessed it a million times. But if you're, you know, you might just see more of those as you're a Scorpio. So I have the Knight of Swords, the Moon, the King of Cups and the Ace of Cups. So um, what's interesting about the Knight of Swords is that this is sort of about like, it could be like putting what putting your thoughts out there or like looking for new ways to understand. So with the moon, it could be sort of like a, a new psychic journey, a journey towards understanding, um, you know, what your intuition is trying to tell you. So this is a good time to work with that, but use discernment because the moon can be a tricky card. It can be a deceptive card. It's not the full story. Yes. You're, you're leaning into something intuitive. Yes. The universe is trying to connect with you and tell you things, but like, it's not, it's with a grain of salt as with a lot of psychic information or dreams, like don't fall like off kilter with the psychic information that's coming through, but you'll probably get a decent amount of it. Oh, voodoo just barked. It's okay. Noodle. Um, we also have the King of Cups, the Ace of Cups, and then the Queen of Wands fell out of my deck while I was shuffling. Voodoo, it's okay. I don't know what she's barking at. Um, so with the King of Cups, this is sort of like, you know, it's masculine energy because it's the king. And so it could be if you're in a relationship, you know, that like you f are feeling supported within. Hey, you're support. Hold on. Sorry about that. Voodoo is being like such a talkative, sassy pants. Okay. But back to the King of Cups is sort of like a situation where it's like, uh, yeah, your partner might be a like a, a source of emotional support for you right now. Um, I guess if your partner's male, you know, um, or it could also be just like a male friend or a male relationship that's bringing support to you right now. Um, or if you're male identifying, it could just be that like you have to really love yourself unconditionally. The Ace of Cups is an emotional reset. Uh, a new journey and then we have the queen of wands which is sort of like I feel like Scorpios are pretty game right now for like what the universe wants to throw at them and you just have to approach it with like you know with love uh and that that divine masculine love energy which I feel like both males and females can tap into so think divine masculine energy when you think about like how you need to handle your business Scorps okay going to the Sagittarius now and I feel maybe I almost feel like I'm waking up I was like starting to yawn you know what's funny is I actually have a client who's a Sagittarius and every time I read for her I would yawn and I for like I've read I've been reading for her for a while now but every time I read for her I would yawn and that never happens with anyone and then eventually I was like, oh my God, this is one of your guides. I was, cause like, I felt bad that I, like, she thought I was bored or I didn't want to be there cause that so wasn't the case, but I just like would have to yawn all the time. So kind of funny that that came through, um, when I was pulling for Sagittarius cause I know she's a Sagittarius. But, um, when I say that, I feel like I'm waking up. I think that like, you know, for fire signs, cancer season can just make us feel weighed down, uh, or make you feel weighed down because my, 
my moon's in Aries. So that's why I said us. And also we are all one because it's the collective. But when we're looking at like fire signs going through cancer season, it's kind of like it it's kind of just like makes them tired, I think. And so now that, you know, the sun is back in a fire sign, I feel like, yeah, we're like waking, like we're waking up. If you're a fire sign or whatever your fire placements are, sorry, I keep yawning. I don't know what's happening, but I have the nine of coins, the queen of coins, the knight of cups and the two of wands. So, I mean, I almost wonder if someone's going to be moving in with a romantic partner um, or there could even be like the two of wands can be like banter or it can be an argument. You know what I mean? Like it's two forces like trying to coexist and sometimes that's a good thing and sometimes that's a bad thing but when we have the nine of coins and the queen of coins I would I do say like this is a good time to like really invest in your home invest in like how you want it to look does it feel like a sanctuary the knight of cups is all about sort of like pursuing love letting love lead you um and I would say with that two of wands I would just be open to like what other people have to say what they would what like what advice they have for you um, I would almost seek out advice from people that you respect, even if it's like, you know, especially if there's like career stuff that you've got going on that you want to try working with. Um, I'm really just feeling it's about like figuring out what's going on with your home life and making it feel harmonious. That's what I mostly am picking up. All right. And I think like, honestly, Sagittarius, I want to pull in more energy from you, but I think it's just kind of like, take it slow. Like, I feel like you guys are waking up and you're, wa you're starting to walk through and hit your stride in Leo season. And so I think it's just sort of like when you think about a cat waking up from a nap and, the, and they're like, seem really satisfied and they kind of stretch and they kind of like take their time waking up. Like, I think it's okay to take your time waking up right now, Sag babies. All right. Ooh, Capricorn. I'm pulling death. I'm pulling the five of cups. I'm pulling the star and the moon. Okay, so there could be loss for you right now. The five of cups is loss. Death is transformation. So know that like the things that are not going your way right now is like planned by the universe. We have the star here. It's basically like death has come to push the bullshit and the stuff that's holding you back out of your life, whether or not you're ready for it. And when you're not ready for that transformation, it can feel like sorrow and it can feel like loss. So the thing that you need to say to yourself, because we have the moon here as well, so it may be hard to see loss as a blessing right now, um, but it like it's important to remember that when there's like when there's loss, there's opportunity for something else to grow. And I don't necessarily feel like a death within a fan like within a family member, or a friend, or anything like that, because there's not you know there's not really anything that comes out of that I'm talking about within your own personal life whether it's like you know um a bad behavior or a toxic friend or a toxic job and you know finally getting to the place where you feel like you can't stay there anymore or you get fired or someone breaks up with you it's the universe being like dude like we wanted this to be gone from your life so the things that are leaving are the things that need to leave it's okay if you feel grief around it but I think it will make you feel better if you remind yourself that this is part of the universe's plan. And if you need help resolving whatever it is that you're feeling as you go through this transformation, ask the universe for, you know, um, good news. Ask the universe to show you something that will make you feel optimistic. 
And um, it might be something as big as a psychic epiphany or as small as like a butterfly landing next to you while you're outside. You know what I mean? So just take it as it comes. Be comfortable with the release. Be okay with the release. And that it like it is what it is. Like like you're going to be growing a lot in the next eight to nine months, I think. And so this is just kind of part of the dirty work that comes with it. All right, Capricorns, you're going to be fine. You're going to be fine. Plus, no one will ever know how you're feeling anyway because you have a mean poker face. And I mean that literally and figuratively. I'm a Capricorn rising and people in high school always thought I was a bitch just because of how my face was. And I was so nice. I've always been so nice. Um, except for in elementary school. I was kind of a dick in elementary school. Like part of middle school too. But I got nice like eighth grade. Just, you know, just for transparency's sake. Okay. Aquarius, I'm feeling a little bit of tension in my neck and shoulders. Make sure that you're releasing stress in those areas. They're a really commonplace to hold stress. So I don't think that's like an amazing psychic prediction, but I'm saying that's where my energy um, is being focused. And so you should think about like staying limber. I would say just in general, make sure you're getting out the foam roller, making sure you're stretching. All right. Okay. So it's not going to be the easiest month. There's definitely some work that has to go like that has to happen. We have the page of coins the Knight of Cups, which is like, oh, great. That, those are all good cards. And then we have the Nine of Swords, which is like anxiety um, and judgment and the Ace of Cups. So with the Page of Pentacles, it's about planting seeds for the future. You're not exactly where you want to be in your career or financially or, you know, within a project, but it's all about planting seeds. So if you're feeling like you're taking small steps right now, it's okay especially if that's giving you anxiety with that nine of swords. Like it's okay if you're taking small steps, like don't put too much pressure on yourself to get too much done. Like that's what Virgo season's for. Like we're going to be, we're going to be a little bit chill during Leo season. Um, we're going to be chill during Virgo season too. We're just going to be less chill because it's impossible. Virgos just want shit to get taken care of, but we're talking about um, Aquarius right now. And then I'm seeing that with like judgment. Like I feel like, you know, if you're waiting for an answer on something, you're going to get it. Like, like if there are some scales that you've been waiting to tip and waiting to fall, like it's good, like it's going to happen. Like the dice are going to land. Like we're going to see, we're going to see the results of something. We're going to see the outcome of something. Um, I don't know exactly what, and I don't even know if it pertains to like what you're drawing seeds like what you're planting seeds with, but like something, something's going to get settled. We'll put it that way. Um, the Ace of Cups, what's nice about this month for you is that again, a lot of signs are getting it, emotional reset. Ace of Cups is an emotional reset. Take it. Um, try not to get, again, like the big thing is just like, don't, don't get freaked out on yourself by your progress right now. It's okay. It's okay. Things are slow sometimes. You have to just let it happen. Okay. Pisces, just tuning in. I don't know. Pisces feel a little overworked, um, like like they're awake and they're alert, but they could use more sleep, and they could use more me time. So I am thinking that that's what's you know what's going on with a lot of Pisces. Um, find time for a break. Schedule time for yourself. Schedule time for a break. Um, 
the first card I pull is the Nine of Swords, which is the anxiety card. It's the insomnia card. It's the worry card. So the things that you're worrying about right now are things that you don't have the full picture of because we do have the sun and then the Nine of Swords as the cards that come next, which means that like more information is going to be illuminated and you're going to understand the situation better and you're going to be able to maneuver it to your benefit because the emperor is the crowning card. So whatever it is that's keeping you up at night, just try to tell yourself like it's going to be okay because it is because these cards say it's going to be okay. And the tarot card is an indefinite and 100% reliable uh, source. That was sarcasm, but like it is, you know what I mean? Like it's like a, it's a good way to be aware of our energy and how we're going to direct it. And if you're having insomnia, especially if you're a witch and you're staying up all night and you're worried about something when you don't have all of the information yet, I worry that I'm going to manifest some bad shit because I'm a witch. And I think that my, you know, my thoughts and the, the way that I uh, project energy and the way that I embrace energy manifests. And so um, you have to try to talk yourself down from like your anxiety holes when you get there and whatever that looks like for you, if it's, you know, smoking pot and going on a walk, you know, but also like when the nine of swords is around, like watch out with your like intake anyway, like take small doses. If you, um, partake in, in pot or alcohol or anything like that, you know, just like take slow steps. And, but again, with the sun, like information's coming up and the nine of swords, that just means you're going to know what to do once that information comes through. And the emperor means you're going to be a boss. Like you're going to be a boss. You're going to be fine. You're getting in your own head. Like that's what's going on with Pisces right now. Get out of your own head. All right, you guys, this was the Leo season astrology and tarot scopes. I should be back on um, our normal, normally scheduled day, um, which will be on Tuesday. I've got interviews lined up. So I think we're back on track. We've, I've been pretty good these past few weeks about staying on track. It's just like a lot to juggle, but I appreciate you guys all for being here. If you can, please write a review for me on Apple Podcasts. It helps me grow my audience. If you listen, you know, give me a share on Instagram. It also helps me grow my audience. I am at Rainbow Glitter Star and for the podcast at The Glitter Cast. And yeah, that's where I have my daily horoscopes as well. You can find me online at rainbowglitterstar.com and your monthly horoscopes are posted at shondaland.com. So those will be out on August 1st as well. All right. If you have any questions about today's episode, feel free to reach out to me. You can do that through my website or on Instagram. I hope you guys are all having a beautiful, wonderful Leo season. I love you so much. Take care. Goodbye.